time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Wrestling fans, welcome to the Pain Clinic for February 10th. Holidays today. It's uh, Chinese New Year. Uh, it's also National Flannel Day and Umbrella Day. Gotcha. A birthday to, birthdays today, former WWE superstar, former WWE champion, women's champion, Victoria. That's Lisa Marie Varon is 53 today. Canadian wrestler Vanessa Craven is 42, and AEW producer uh, wrestler Kevin Matthews is 42, and Taishi Tai Ishimori is 41. Uh, happy birthday to all them. The Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire at Culver. Hey, interested in a roller derby? Want to be a skater? Officiate Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join Rock City Roller Derby. If you're into the men's team, it's Flower City Fear, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. I'll always can use some help. We got up a game. Now um, it's going to be March 23rd at the Main Street Armory. We can announce it finally. First event at the Main Street Armory since its change of ownership uh, and uh, – Come and join us. We have a juniors game uh, pre- preceding the men's versus Toronto Rochester or Flower City Fear versus Toronto game. That will be March 23rd. Write it down in your calendar. Come and join us. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll be announcing. It'll be a good time. We'll have a great time. And it'll be, like I said, the first. it's actually the first game. I know that there's been practices in the uh, Main Street Armory before, but this will be the first actual game uh, in the Main Street Armory. Uh, welcome to the show. We got a lot to talk about today. It looks like I am solo. I don't see anybody else popping in yet. <clears throat> I know we, uh, Artis is going to be in transit, uh, but will hopefully join us. And uh, Danger, I don't know what Danger is. Danger, wake up, buddy. We're started. So, uh, but I'll tell you, I'll give you a hint on what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about uh, a lot of things. Cody versus Roman. Uh, that's not where we, we were left last week thinking, but... Uh, <laughs> After this past week, yes. Uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Mania press conference. Uh, we saw a return of a superstar as a commentator there, as well as an injured one. GCW is coming to Rochester. That's right. They have a date in Rochester now. I believe it's March 24th. It's the day after March 23rd where the roller derby is. Go to roller derby on Saturday. Go to the next day to see uh, a GCW and uh Love the artiste, definitely love more information on that. Uh, Sting and Darby uh, are now champs in AEW. 
Uh, we get you know now we know where Rollins is going uh, after WrestleMania. We'll talk a little our well where he's going at WrestleMania. We'll talk about that and uh, uh, unexpected firing in uh, TNA uh, after you know the rebranding recently and all the things that have changed. They had a big change this past week. We'll talk about that, but. I will, uh, I will start off by uh, uh, welcoming you. Thank you, listeners and everybody. Thank you guys who will follow us on Facebook Live. We do have uh, Rob Sanderson with us now uh, in just a second, I think. He's, uh, we uh, will be, he'll be joining us uh, when he gets, when he can unmute his, uh, his uh, connection. But uh, I don't know what a danger boy. Uh, I thought, I don't remember him telling me he wasn't going to be here this week. So it looks like it'd be just uh, Rob and I, but uh, we got, you know, might as well jump right into it. And then those guys will join when they show, if they show. Uh, we do want to, you know, uh, we've got, uh, like I said, we had a list of things we wanted to talk about, uh, including, uh, and we might as well go into it uh, this week, big, you know, they had big WrestleMania press conference in Vegas. You know, why Vegas? I guess because there's some super game going there this weekend, I think. I think I heard something about that. And uh, so they decided to have a press conference there, you know, try to grab a little bit of the press who they know everybody is converging on Las Vegas. So they, why not them as well? And so WWE has press conference. Brings out a bunch of people, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Becky Lynch, a lot of people who will be taking each other on, uh, most likely at WrestleMania. And uh, and then we have um, Roman Reigns come out, and Roman brings out The Rock, and they proceed to uh, uh, bat, well, they proceed to say they're the best family or the, the only family in the world of wrestling. You know, he should throw up this big, wonderful graphic of all the Samoans, that uh, have you know you've seen in the WWE the whole bloodline that's what it was called and Rock was 100% behind that and everything and uh, but they started taking shots at Cody and people were booing and then I I heard the term come out of the Rock's mouth the Cody crybabies and as soon as I heard that it's like okay we're back on the story is going to finish at WrestleMania I mean because people started booing the Rock and they were booing the Rock on Monday and you know people a lot of a lot of people out there reported the WWE were surprised. Are you kidding me? They've been freaking egging this on. This is what they want. You know what? I think it's great, too. I, I, I can get behind it, too. I mean, you know, we, uh, we were disappointed last year when Cody didn't win. Yes. We were definitely disappointed in that. This year, I think we're going to get the, the story being finished. So uh, I'm excited uh, to see what happens. But this week really set in motion what – you know, as much as the, it looked like Cody was going to step aside at uh, Mania and let The Rock take his position, I think we've uh, Cody's come, came out on the at the press conference and said, uh, "I'm taking on Roman Reigns," and then took a slap from The Rock. And I can see Robbie. Oh, you're Robbie. You were there, and now you're gone again. There you are. What's up, buddy? Good morning. What a morning. Oh, it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not in my car oh. uh, currently, so <laughs> okay. Will be again shortly, but uh, gotcha. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So uh, you know, while we got you, uh, I mean, we, I went through a, a list uh, a list of things we wanted to talk about today, but I yeah, just, so yeah, you heard me probably start talking about uh, the the press conference and everything, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I think they what they did with the press conference was good. Um, I thought that the people involved with the press conference did really well at selling us on believability and all that kind of stuff um obviously the rock is a pro at that uh i'm not like there's some people out there that's like this was the plan the whole time no it wasn't um but 
luckily they've shifted they listened to the people uh we're getting the main event that should be happening um since they didn't do the right thing and give Cody the belt last year um so it's definitely an improvement from where we were a week ago yeah I would say so and 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 you know I mean and that wasn't I mean I wasn't totally sold last week but I said you know we you know but if that was the case and how last week at the at the end of last week how it was going to end especially after that smackdown uh last week I was like well this is going to really be terrible they're just going to force stuff down our throats and I think they let the people decide you know and they did and uh you know I mean you have to do that like in that kind of business like there's been so many times where they did not listen to the people and so um yeah I mean in some ways this reminds you of you know the Daniel Bryan stuff or maybe a little bit of the Kofi stuff whatever like this is just um you've you've got to do it and so I wonder now if this means that we're gonna get rock as like guest referee or guest enforcer um and he's the one that ends up raising Cody's hand at the end of night too um I don't need that to be the case but I feel like I'd rather see that than see him wrestle a match but yeah um yeah I mean at least we're the way they've they've done this now like I as little faith as I have in that company at times, I see no possible way for them to not have Cody win this year. I understand that Roman's getting closer to additional records and all of that, but um, he he has to win. Yeah. I and think, I think he will. I think so. And I think so too. And I think this will, you know, this, you know, I've seen some things theorized out there. I heard, saw some people say, well, you know, they could, main event both nights of WrestleMania and the first night you could have like a tag team because Rollins was out there the whole time this was going on you know they brought Rollins out before Cody ever came out so a lot of people were thinking maybe Rollins and Cody versus uh, Rock and Roman because Cody because Rollins basically defended Cody after he got slapped he went at, yeah. he went at Roman so you know we all know that Rollins is hurt and is rehabbing you know a partially torn uh, meniscus I believe so um so I think that uh, I think that that that's a possibility, but I think in in the long run it will be, yeah. And you know it would be the Rock as referee because you know Cody got screwed last year by Solo sticking him in the neck at you know at WrestleMania, and like he said, you know I mean Roman hadn't uh, you know hadn't legitimately defended that title in a very long time because he always was getting help from somebody else, which is true, you know. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll have uh, Rollins in his corner too. There's a lot. I mean, we've got like a couple months now to figure out, you know, the logistics of it all. But we know now the Rock has uh, embraced the the bad side. You know, the evil Rock. You know, it's just, and that's refreshing. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen that. I like that so much better than like a I love it here, like uh-huh. whatever. Like I, I I didn't think we'd see heel Rock again, and so um, I like that. I don't think that's going to last for more than two months, but um that's fun to have i mean if we're at a point okay we got like the fans got the main event that they wanted so we don't have to go back and look at all of the plot holes in all of this that just make absolutely no sense whatsoever including how thursday uh like roman said something about cody's family but then it turned into the whole thing rock is just absolutely furious because cody responded with the same type of comment kind of yeah it wasn't him it wasn't him that started it if we if we want to go that route yeah. so um the whole like rock getting so upset 
over nothing when it was just a reply like whatever moving past that um it's a uh, it, it is you know a big time feel for this uh for this match and yeah i mean because they waited this long with cody like they're it, it's so built up that it will be a gigantic pop um i i do i think that that's enough to warrant not doing it last year no um because this past year has of roman's of roman reigns reign has been awful yeah yeah it was it was great before that but like there's nothing going on now so um i feel bad for seth rollins and all of this because he's played his part well in all of this and he's just the I mean, if you didn't think that that was the secondary title before, you certainly do now. Well, yeah, after uh, after Roman dressed him down at that press conference, you know, I, I mean, he pretty much, you know, j- just belittled him and, you know, and, and I thought, yeah. which is good because it does set up for him to be involved in this somehow if, if they can do it, you know, so. Um, I mean, maybe that's a backlash tag or something, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I saw the clip uh, last night of the – 12 people fighting for spots in the elimination chamber and i'm just looking at all 12 squares and i'm just like i don't like i don't care about any of these people one-on-one against rollins at mania like it's just not that match is going to need something to uh yeah. make it seem even remotely important compared to roman and cody well we already got him versus uh um mcintyre already just a, you know a couple times in the last three months you know yeah uh so you know i but you know i mean mcintyre is kind of taking a shift i like uh, by the way i do like mcintyre is the one who who told rollins to stand up to the rock because the rock was you know bad bad mouthing rollins as well and he and he came out last night and he goes i'm glad you finally stood up to him or whatever he told cody too he goes you can't let him just walk over you and he goes both these guys finally listened to me and stood up so he was like so i mean he's kind of like you know making himself He's definitely the ultimate tweener in that, but I can't, you know, I, yeah, it's true. It's like, there's none of the, you know, I mean, it was obviously, it was supposed to be punk, you know, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. punk got injured and, uh, it Oh is, yeah. Did you, if you watched, uh, the pre-show and everything on Thursday, did you know that CM Punk likes to punch people in the face? Apparently so. I heard him mention That's all that. he could say. Yeah. On... He, he goes, ah, I just take him back and beat him up or something. You know, he's just, he's, mm-hmm. he's playing up to that, that whole AEW thing, but I will give him credit that, um, that Big E had made his return at the press conference, Big E, uh, being mm-hmm. sitting on the panel and he looked great. And it's like, I'm not, we're not really sure where he stands when it comes to wrestling, but it, it, it was like the disabled list was the panel. You had two guys, you know, and then you had the two guys hurt, you know? <laughs> so it's all I could. And I, I love that Big E shouted out how Cody has been with the Huber family after losing John. I mean, it like, because that is a hundred percent true. It's extremely authentic and it's awesome. And it continues to this day. Um, you know, he did like arrange like Brody's birthday party last month and stuff. And like, I, I, jealous um, too, big time jealous, you know, <laughs> it was like him is like, I'll like go and get a ride all the rides with all your favorite wrestlers. You know, uh, it was, it was pretty cool, you know? Yeah. It, he's just, uh, I mean, that's, uh, even if you somehow can take all of that out of the equation, um, you know, going back to when John was still with us, like my experiences with, with Cody were, exactly what everybody has said in that like the type of person who should be 
on top of a company, the face of the company, the one doing all the interviews, the one representing things, doing make a wishes, like all of this stuff. Like to me, he there is no reason um, other than maybe a, a late start as the guy at the top um, once he finally gets the belt. But there's no reason why, in my mind, he can't be a Cena type leader of the company, face of the company, the one that gets all of the press and all of that. He is he is at that level in my mind, and it's about time to finally pull the trigger and, and give him the belt. Yeah, I'm amazed. But actually, one thing I'm amazed at is when he was that in AEW, obviously. And it transitioned. Aside from that stupid, stupid stipulation of never being able to challenge for the world title. I think, honestly, that was one of the biggest mistakes, that, if not the biggest mistake AEW ever made. Not, yeah. Maybe not the biggest, but certainly one of them. Yeah, I will say that that him being that big star transitioned over to his debut in WWE. So he's absolutely so, and he, as you can see, I mean, he wasn't nearly big that big a star when he was his first run in WWE. Um, you know, and uh, but he, you know, after leaving, you know, doing the you know the the selected indies for a while, you know, going to New Japan and everything, and then coming back to AEW, actually TNA as well, or Impact mm -hmm. Wrestling at the time, and then working his way up Ring of Honor, Ring yep. of Honor as well, and then I think that uh, yeah, he's in a, he's in a spot right now where he should be the main guy, uh, you know, like John Cena was. He's definitely without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it's not anything that needs to be a full discussion but i think you know there are there are plenty of AEW haters out there and there's plenty of reasons to you know question decisions they've made or um things you know throughout different parts of their five years or so so far but um there's a lot like when AEW started and those first couple years and stuff like wwe was not a company that people were speaking fondly of and i whatever you want to say about AEW, but i think there's no denying that that company and the people who are running that company including cody rhodes are largely responsible for how successful wwe is right now period they helped spark this entire industry again uh changed a lot of things for the better um brought back the competition all of that kind of stuff and like when you look back at the history of wrestling like with how popular it is right now so much of that in my mind is because of what aew brought to push wwe for them to do different things for nick Khan to step in and do all this stuff and so much of that is credited to cody and now he can be the one to bring wwe to the next level too yeah, and and you know, and of course he or already is. Yeah, I think so. And he is a um, he he also passes the credit on from him to actually to his dad, you know, and the stuff he learned from his dad. And I think that you know, I mean, I I just love it uh, how this press conference this last week, how when they when they first rock said. You know, Cody Crybabies. Okay, boom, I'm I'm sold. We're going back to the the original finish of the, you know finishing the story, but then he busted out the uh, the bloodline uh, tree, and it's like okay, that he is sinking himself in a hundred percent into it. This is coming out become a family versus family kind of thing. You know, it's like. Uh, because, you know, I mean, because, you know, Cody's, the first words of his theme are, you know, there's more than one family, or there's more than one, uh, was it again, more than one family uh, running wrestling? Uh, wrestling is more than one royal family. Yeah, that's what it is, more than one royal family. And so when, it, yeah, 
And uh, so I think that then you know they they've jumped on and and we, and we also learned in the past week that Rock this this was going to happen. I mean, Rock was going to join WWE and do this back in the beginning of January after probably after that appearance uh, that was in Denver. I think it, towards the end of, it was last year. I think it was in December or whatever. It, I had a feeling it was gonna it was it was gonna happen. So. Uh, I, you know, uh, yeah, but, but Cody, yeah, Cody deserves this Cody, you know, and, and I think that man with the way the, the fan, you know, yeah, there was two or 3000 fans at this press conference. It was free for anybody to go into. And like I said, I don't know if they, they were, were loud. They were into it. They big time. And they were into I mean, Cody and, and, and it, brought, it was a smart idea. It brought Cody, end. it brought Cody out, you know, it, it, he didn't get announced. He came out in the middle of, of yeah. Roman Reigns and rock speech there. So, you know, it's like, uh, and uh, and then it ended, but it was like uh, uh, it caught fire in that place. I thought it was great. You know, it was interesting to listen to the announcers because I don't think any of them know what's going to happen because, you know, you heard them thinking, well, was this going to lead to a tag match? Is this going to lead to something else? You know, you heard them all, you know, mm. Biggie suggesting that as well as a punk. Uh, and, Could be all of the above. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've clearly through the decades of this show never really been a fan of The Rock, but um, I know what he brings to the table and, uh, you know, in, in all of this, like him having any involvement, I mean, those clips were all over ESPN and everything, every major sports related media outlet had posted clips and stuff of this. And if they keep his involvement going, then it only brings things to, to the next level. So to have his involvement in all of this, and I, I would have to assume, like I said, one way or another, he's got to be involved in mania and in this storyline and maybe and maybe a match you know the month after mania and stuff like that i don't know how long he'll be around but for for while he's around like luckily they pivoted away from him being the guy to actually wrestle roman um they made the right decision here and if they can keep him involved then it's a win-win for everybody yeah it kind of felt like an old boys club when they started you know paling up there when they were double teaming seth rollins out on the stage you know it's like yeah yeah we're the, we're all the same blood and everything we're all family you know we're gonna do you know be a main event and everything and then and then cody came out of course when they it was uh you know the rock is coming out of hollywood uh as kind of like the the bad guy because of the things that happened with his work with um Black Adam, when he was in, uh, when he was working with um, Warner Brothers, uh, he kind of came off as a bad guy because he refused to do some stuff, and it kind of, uh, it, it, you know, it uh, changed what they had to do for DC movies. I know DC movies, I know we're talking movies and everything, but Rock, you know, he came out as looking like a bad person out of this whole deal. And the thing is, is he kind of embraced it. I think when, you know, the, that arrogance that he had when he came out and talked uh, at the uh, press conference, it, it was that same kind of arrogance and I love it. And believe me, I, I, I hate, I, I'm not a fan of, ha of uh, good guy rock, but I loved the rock the last time when he came and took on Cena too, the way, you know, the, you know, it was kind of like he was a bad guy then too, you know, I think it was the last time it was. Yeah. 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 I mean, this is just like, I think it's something that nobody really expected, especially with him now being on the board and, uh, being, you know, the, whatever the U X W A B C F L and all that kind of stuff, yeah. like everything he's got going on being a, you know, Mr. Hollywood. Like, I, I don't think people thought we would get heel rock now, but, um, I mean, I enjoyed it that night. I, oh, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, we're going to get The Rock versus Triple H one more time at Mania. And I don't see that happening. Well, I, um, I, I was thinking that because at the end of that press conference when The Rock was leaving, he told Triple H to get his company together or whatever. He was yelling at him like he was his boss. And then, of course, if you saw SmackDown last night, Triple H came out and said, listen, 
some people think they're in power here, but they're not. And it's like, and he goes, he goes, this is what's happening. And he proceeded to say, you know, Cody versus Reigns at WrestleMania. But it was like, he was, you know, and obviously because the Rock, like, was swearing at him and stuff backstage when he was leaving the press conference. Of course, they kept that, you know, happened to be a camera there. They were interviewing, actually, Triple H as they were leaving, and that's when he, like, pulled up to him mm-hmm. and, like, shit yelled at him. So, uh, so you know, I, I like that. You know, I mean, I could see where people could see maybe Triple H getting involved in it somehow or another, but I think Triple H may be done. Uh, Medically speaking, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, we haven't heard anything about him being cleared to ever do anything physically in the ring again and i don't know if that's a if that's a good idea with with the fact that it had been heart stuff but um you know i that is uh to be honest like like i was a big triple h fan in the attitude era and a lot of people did not like him um for whatever reasons and stuff um over time i kind of cared less about him but the Rock versus Triple H is a feud that nobody really ever talks about. Like everybody remembers Austin and The Rock and all of these other like big time feuds over the years. But I mean, Triple H versus The Rock was I they had so many big matches. Uh the ladder match, SummerSlam '98, like going through the McMahon Helmsley era stuff, like all this stuff that um it would be cool to see it one more time. Um, you know, I, I haven't really I don't remember the last time I actually had interest in a Triple H match before he retired. Um, but, uh, I don't think we're going to get it, but you know, these interactions, if they continue like this could be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the networks feel about it because there was definitely a lot of, uh, a lot of language going on, uh, which made it feel more authentic. I mean, it really, like I said, everybody, everybody played their part perfectly that night. It, It was a believable thing to the point where people were questioning if this was even an angle and stuff. So, um, that's, that's good stuff. Just, just the way the rock got ticked off that look in his face when he was ticked off and you could see, yeah, he was, yeah I thought that would, you know, he definitely, he definitely was there, you know, uh, I guess all those acting classes helped. I don't know, but he, uh, yeah, I would, you know, it's just I, absurd <laughs> seeing rock standing next to Cody and Seth and these like regularly very fit athletes. But then you see the rock who is just a brick house of like that, how thick he is. Yeah. Like, it's just I don't know. It, like it almost wouldn't seem believable uh, to see some of these people against him at this point because he's he's like on a whole other level than he ever was when he was actually wrestling. So no, at least Roman doesn't look tiny compared to him because no, that wouldn't help things either. But he, but he did look smaller than him a little bit, you know, when they were standing yeah. side by side. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. Uh, it I th- it was definitely a good week. Uh, it was a good couple of weeks here in the WWE for people to forget about what else is going on with the company. You know, yeah. uh, you know. Honestly, that's what they're trying to do right now. I think they think we got a, a grand slam angle, and I think this will make people forget about you know Vince getting kicked out of the company. Uh, I and, and now I just you know like this. This match, honestly, um, like we're still two months away from Mania, but um, it's built up like they can do more with it. I Like I said a couple weeks ago, like I don't know how much you can go into between like Cody and Roman specifically that you didn't do a year ago. Um, but like this match, if it's set, like you don't need to they will build it up more, but they don't even need to like the, the hype is there automatically. They've got all the clips to use. Um, I just really hope that over these next couple months, the company does enough to build up other matches on the card, whether that's Seth Rollins, whether that's Rhea Ripley, 
whether that's where the hell was Bailey at this whole press yeah. conference and everything. Like she won a rumble too. Um, but uh, that that's what I'm really hoping to see over these next couple months. Obviously, the highlight is going to be Cody. Um, but let's uh, let's now use that momentum with some of the other matches that they've got to build. Yeah, without a doubt, and 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 yeah, and there'll be stipulations and stuff, whatever going on. They have to keep the people people peaked interest for till the actual mania dates and stuff until actually we get a lineup for each night, which we haven't yet, you know. But we and a lot of that won't be possible until we get past elimination chamber which that they that by itself i think they need to build up to get people to in their biggest time zone of viewership to wake up at 5 a.m to watch in two weeks so yeah i remember at one time they thought the rock was going to be on this card too you know in perth australia you know um so but uh, who knows i mean there's so many people that think that tag match is going to happen there there's no way like seth rollins isn't working a match in two weeks a tag match sure you don't have to do that much there's ways to to hide in there and stuff, but uh, I don't see that match being there. And, and honestly, I feel like in a lot of ways that would be giving away a really big match before Mania, which I, I would not do if I was booking. Like, say, wait till you get through Mania first. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and there I, shouldn't be there shouldn't be contact with some of these people a problem, for a while. A pro- I heard that uh, Gowitz came back to write for The Rock for this. Uh, Brian Gerwitz from uh, he, uh, the ex lead writer for I think he wrote for The Rock exclusively every time he's been in WWE, and I I heard he's been brought back specifically for to build this up. So this may you may have a lot of credit going to him for what happened so far. I know yeah. that they said he was wandering around the crowd uh, at the press conference just smiling the whole time. So he kind of. You know, he had the cat, you know, the cat had the canary, you know, he was like, he knew exactly what was going to happen. And he, he read the crowd perfectly. That crowd definitely turned in a second, you know, and, uh, it just took yeah. just a couple words from the rock and that's all, it, you know, and th- that was fantastic. So, uh, and, and not that they need to do it, but I, you know, mentioned the other people that were at that press conference. I, um, now right now like all right you got your main event announced everybody knows that is the main event, regardless of you having two nights and everything else but now is the time to somehow make Rhea Ripley a bigger star than she already is um you know she's got the Australia pay-per-view coming up in two weeks the she's as over in my mind right now as any woman has ever been in that company and you can only build that even more in these next couple weeks um, I don't love that Nia Jax is her opponent uh, for that match. I think it that that was the wrong decision. Um, but that she should go on last on that pay-per-view and she should have a ton of focus on television about her and her match these next couple weeks. This is the time to to build her into like biggest women's star of all time category. Yeah. And, and they, it would, you can't waste that. And they were... Um... They were, I mean, Becky came out and interrupted her in the middle of mm. her introduction at the press conference. So we think it's going to be Becky and and Rhea in, at WrestleMania. There's been rumors. I've heard rumors of the Judgment Day, her leaving the Judgment Day, possibly the Judgment Day getting a new leader. So um, 
I've heard that right now. The Judgment Day is kind of in a flux because they were in the joke Judgment Day for a couple of weeks with our truth until they beat him up, and I mean, uh, and, and kicked him out. Even though he he still thinks he's part of the, he thought it was an initiation after we saw Raw this past week, so which was kind of bizarre. But it's uh, right because you get beat up in the initiation there. Um, but uh, yeah, they're they're. They, I don't know if they know what to do with the. Uh, Judgment Day right now because they 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 have the tag teams uh, going to be defending the title at uh, at, uh, at uh, Elimination Chamber I believe, and uh, there's a lot of uh, but you know and I mean there, there's I don't know I they just right now we haven't seen Rhea out there with them much you know we see more of those guys without Rhea so that maybe they're trying to separate her from that group. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. I think she's pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I think, especially when you heard the the reaction, um, was that last night? or third, when I think last night when, like, Triple H mentioned Dominic Mysterio and, like, the the reactions are still there that um, I, I can't see her. I can't see Judgment Day existing without her. Like, if if there's some kind of dissolving there, then... Judgment Day needs to just not be a thing anymore. Um, you know, like her, her look, her character, her personality, all of this stuff is perfect for a group like that. Um, that I just don't think it makes sense for her to exist in the exact same character space and not be in that group if that group is still a thing. Um, and and what like, yeah, things get played out a lot in wrestling, but I mean, I there's no reason to not have her and Dominic still doing stuff you don't need to do it every week or every show but um <clears throat> if anything i think like whether it's priest or balor like maybe those people could turn go away whatever the case is um but i i wouldn't make that change with her no and priest still has the money in the bank case too and, mm. and that's you know i think that's why you can't change too much with them while he's still holding that because i think that will his cohorts or his his uh Judgment Day friends will have to be probably be involved in somehow when he finally cashes that in. It's a shame he hasn't cashed it in by now already because you think about it, it's like with Seth Rollins being injured, uh, uh, you know, I mean, you would think that uh, in, if if anybody remembered, he had the judgment that or that yeah, Damian Priest has that case that he could easily just find Seth Rollins anywhere and lay down on him, you know, because he's like kind of rehabbing a serious injury. So, but, uh, you know, that's kind of got, you know, I mean, th those, you know, that is completely forgotten by everybody. It's like right now. But, you know, that and I think it's uh, they're taking on Pete D or Dunn and um, um, Tyler Bates. Yeah, Tyler Bates. There. They're taking them on because they won last night uh, in elimination uh, against DIY. Uh, to who gets to take them on, at, and I mean, this is coming in two weeks, right? Uh, the per, I think it's like the one that's going to be at five in the morning. I think we're going to be on the air when it's on the air, too. I'm pretty sure of that. No, nah, it should be done before then. Oh, it should be but, done, yeah. So, if you want, yeah, it'll get, be done before then. Get up in the middle of the night and watch it. Uh, yeah, no, probably not, but uh, you know, and nevertheless, yeah, there's a lot of things that I've gotten up for in the middle of the night to watch. Um, usually that's more of like the like world junior hockey championship variety. I'm not waking up at 5 a.m. for this. I will, I will avoid results and watch what I want to watch when I wake up. Seriously, you know, right? And I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm sure, like, uh, if the if the show had like, if we're talking, this was Mania and this was Cody and Roman and stuff. That's a different situation. But, um, I mean, in reality, this does feel like a 
a B show stadium show that hopefully they'll put on a really good show. But I, I don't know how many people are waking up that early. I think it's cool when you can do that. Um, but and I, I'm glad that they're airing it live and they're not making people wait on a tape delay in 2024 because that doesn't work. So I think I remember a hockey game in the Olympics that was uh, that started at like four in the morning. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And when I got to work, it was just finishing up or something, you know, when I was working at uh, at uh, Fox Sports 1280. So uh, a couple of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of things I want to talk about. I do want to talk about GCW coming to Rochester, which you probably have more details on as well. I want to talk about Sting and Darby this past week. Uh, but let's jump right to Scott Demore. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get off WWE for a second. We've, we've got plenty of time to talk about that stuff before Mania. Scott Demore. You know, the president of TNA Wrestling, you know, um, uh, was was fired or stepped down. I'm not sure which one. I th- I've heard both stories. Terminated. It terminated. It was language, yeah. Terminated this pet. This is a guy who was a heart and soul of this company. At least every any chance he got to be on TV, he always, you know, bled TNA. And and even that, you know, even after they uh, changed the TNA, he was, you know, they changed back to TNA from Impact Wrestling. He did come out and cut an incredible promo at the one end of an Impact, you know, talking about how all his love for this company and everything. And then this past week, out comes a press con- press release. I think it was on Thursday saying that uh, Scott Demore had been relieved of duties, and a guy named Anthony Sassone, I think his name is, is named president of TNA Wrestling immediately. And then I'm like. What's going on? This guy, I mean, you never really heard any bad stuff about him or anything. If anything, people have nothing but praise because he's helped their careers. And then they and they get and they fire him. And it's like, what do you think about that? Uh I think the whole thing is Yeah. There's been a lot of negative stuff in wrestling in recent weeks uh, on a variety of different levels. And, you know, I don't want to compare everything, but like TNA was a company that had great momentum in this past month for the first time in quite a while. Uh, Corporate greed and bottom lines and all of this stuff uh, just stole all of that away. If you look at any TNA post that has comments allowed on social media this week, every single one is 98% comments of we want Scott, bring Scott back. I'm not watching until Scott comes back. Um, you know, it's nice to see the, the love that he's getting from not just the fans, but all of the wrestlers who credit him because he's had a big role in a lot in wrestling in the past few decades, not just like booking and management and stuff, but promoting training managing all sorts of stuff and um you know like to get to the point where tna was in this past month to have that momentum to be able to get nemeth to come in um to get their women's star on the royal rumble with scott demore was the one calling jordan grace for all that and everything and, yep. and arranging that stuff for some dude in a suit at anthem who runs Anthem is now like, I'm going to run TNA too. Cause we're in we, like Scott Demore apparently wanted to spend a little more money. They said no. And they're like, no, oh, we're going to spend even less. You're gone. Um, that kind of lack of loyalty, um, disgusts me. And honestly, like I had gone a long period of time where I had only seen TNA here and there. Don't have access TV. 
Um, but like we set it up where we had we got like the YouTube subscription or whatever, so you can watch Impact on Thursdays. I've watched it a lot more in the past month than I have in quite a while. Um, that whole feeling is gone for so many people. Like they just shot themselves in the foot um, to try to save a few bucks or whatever they. I I don't understand how people can be in that level of corporate management and be that stupid. Uh, it's, it's disgusting to see that happen. It's not the first time or the last time that that has happened or will happen in the sports and entertainment world. Um, but uh, there's a lot of people that legitimately are, they're not just saying it like, like now they're just it, like their feeling about TNA is soured yeah. at this point and they don't care. And honestly, like, I didn't watch it this week because I'm just like, this is, you know, it's not a boycott. It's not a protest, but it's just like they were going in the right direction. And he's the first person that would be credited for that by the workers and all of that. So to to make this kind of decision, I mean, this literally could be the start of, of the downfall, uh, the permanent downfall of TNA. Very well could be the case. Um, maybe it will be. Maybe it won't. They've had this roller coaster for 22 years at this point with good times and bad times and stuff but they were finally getting to a point where i thought they were legitimately going to find a way to like they, they weren't necessarily going to get enough attention to be back in like a competing for number two spot um i mean AEW still has like the tnt and tbs and all that kind of stuff like you, you can't compete with that on an equal level um but this this whole thing is it, it disgusts me. I feel terrible for Scott Demore, and um, it's a huge mistake. And I hope that fans continue to tell Anthem exactly how they feel about it, um, because anytime anything like this happens, like I said, in in sports, in broadcasting, in entertainment, and all this stuff, um, it's it's ridiculous. So um, I think. You and I have seen this many places, many times over the years, in many different industries and all that stuff. And to do this, like, why? Like, you you should be you should be sitting in your office, pumped that this guy is helping lead your company to a point where people are talking about it again. People are buying pay per views, they're buying tickets, all this kind of stuff. Uh, you're getting your people on the Royal Rumble, like that exposure. You can't buy that. You can't. Yeah. And if you could. It's going to cost you a lot more money than you're paying Scott Demore a year. So uh, shame on Anthem and that Anthony guy and all these people. Um, I don't know. I, I feel I feel bad for Scott and I feel bad, honestly, for everybody on that TNA roster right now because they're feeling a lot of the same things right now. They can't do anything about it. They've been putting in the work. They were finally seeing some reward for that and and maybe some better days on the horizon and stuff that are now again they just shot themselves in the foot the, the the management did and the workers have to be just shaking their heads at this point yeah i will say scott um has been involved with tna uh for a long time i mean back in the the very first shows you know or the you know at least the first year i know i remember we had him on we had him on uh, uh to promote stuff on occasion and he was uh you know but he, you know, he had, when Hogan and Bischoff came, I think he got pushed aside at that time too, you know, but he still had a lot of love for the company. So, uh, and, you know, and eventually got all those changes that they had made 
change back here to in, back into TNA and everything. And then, yeah, then it just gets swooped out. And it's a shame, you know, and I, I don't, it probably is more of the story. I mean, we've only read the press release, but uh, there's so many people. And that's an unfortunate thing that we're at a point in professional wrestling and sports in general, because there's certainly a lot of that going on in places like hockey right now, too. Um, it's unfortunate that we're at a point where we have to immediately be like, is there a really bad reason that we don't know about that this happened? And we, I don't know that for sure, but I think if that were the case, somebody would know about that at this point and would be at least rumoring that it yeah. this to me from everything we've seen from the reactions we've seen from everybody on the roster and people that used to be on the roster and all that kind of stuff. This is purely a business decision and it, and it looks like it's only a financial decision um i don't see some tv executive being the one that's going to come on take over creatively and who who books it now like does dreamer step into that spot uh maybe gail kim if she's i i just like these people it credit again to the wrestlers who as soon as this happened were posting on social media to defend and thank scott and not be afraid to post publicly showing that they're not happy about this. Their world champion was po was tweeting like stuff about like, I don't know, something like needing time or whatever uh, or whatever to, to try to like let this settle in and think like when your world champion's not afraid to tweet something about like basically publicly calling out like why the hell did they make this decision? You, you probably made a mistake. So uh, we'll see how this goes. It's going to be interesting. I mean, that momentum and the people that they've got there and a lot of people have done stuff there not on contracts or aren't under contract. Um, Will Ospreay is another person on that list who was very happy to be working in a TNA ring. And a lot of these people now are just like, they're not even going to consider going there no, no, and with not, what they've done to Scott. So like a few comments, even Naomi, I think, made a comment about it. I know Jordan Grace did too as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and, and she's the face of the company right yeah, now. Yeah, pretty much. You know, after the great face getting, you know, getting an opportunity to do it in front of WWE. So and and being impressing everybody because apparently everybody was impressed with Jordan Grace, and now they're like <laughs> keep Jordan Grace on their radar for when the contract ends. I'm guessing, but you know, I'm sure there's some people that that decided to sign there or re-sign there that are really questioning their decisions at this point. And if I'm Jordan Grace right now, I'd be like, how soon can I get out of here? <clears throat> I, I chose to re-sign last time around, but when is this contract up? Because it's time to move on for a variety of reasons. I mean, it probably still would be the case if she, if Scott was still there, but yeah, I don't know. It, it, it leaves a bad feeling. And I just, yeah, uh, my, my little month of uh, caring more about TNA, like that feeling's gone. And, um, and so that, that's a shame too, because it's like, uh, that's just a bummer that, uh, that uh this it had to end this way and it's like and you know and it just yeah like you said it seems like it's for a financial thing you know more than that that's what we've heard at least that it was you know uh bottom line type of deal you know it's like and and it's a shame uh and like he was a top executive there but how much was he really making and honestly like word came out too that he had like uh apparently made an offer to like buy tna like he's he's somebody who for different reasons like he's got a good amount of money um and like i don't think this was something where he was like you got to pay me more or something like that he wasn't the one causing any of this but if anthem can't pay i'm sorry anthem's not paying scott to more 
the same amount that like WWE is paying Triple H or whatever for similar type roles. Like that's obvious. If you can't pay Scott Demore uh, a comfortable salary for leading that company and doing all this stuff, then then what are you doing still in business at this point? Yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll move over to WWE. I mean, uh, he develops so many wrestlers that you know are in you know, in both companies right now, you know, he had a lot of uh, say in the development of their characters and things. So I, I don't know. I think he's got, you know, I think that, uh, I don't think it's the end of him. I don't think, I think we'll, we will see him again. I don't know. George saying that's a dumb statement. I never look at the comments, but go ahead and clarify that George. Yeah. Well, well yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't like Scott Demore. He doesn't think he should be on TV. I saw him right. Cause people like people don't care about that kind of loyalty and stuff, but it, it makes a big difference. So if you like TNA right now, a big portion of that is because of the actions of Scott Demore over the past 22 years. Yeah. So if you enjoy watching it and saying, I'll still watch it, you, ha- you cannot not give credit to Scott Demore for what he has contributed to that company over the past two plus decades. Remember when he first debuted, he was like, the so that's le- a dumb statement. Yeah. He's the leader of, he was the leader of team Canada, which was Bobby Roode, Eric Young, you know, and uh, Petey Williams and Petey Williams is now an agent. In Let's WWE. not forget about a one. Oh yeah, of <laughs> no, course. Everybody, everybody did. <laughs> of course, A1 as well. Uh, but I think that, you know, I mean, that was just the beginning of it and stuff. And those guys are all in his corner, I'm guessing. Eric Young is is working with TNA now. I'm guessing I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, took over booking or something. I mean, I mean, because he was tight with Jeremy Borash, you know, too, and Jeremy's now booking mm-hmm. booking with WWE. You know, I'm not really sure, you know, you know but uh, I hope that uh, – Scott doesn't, you know, I hope he ends up landing on his feet someplace because it's because uh, he's definitely a, a good mind for the world of wrestling. And, I've crossed paths know. a lot with him over the past 20 years and and not much in the last 10 of that. But um, I have nothing but good things to say about him. And I, I've only heard people say like good things about him in terms of like running the company. Like it's just not it, my even if you have Scott Demore and you have this momentum and you have some kind of working relationship with WWE and all of this stuff, you have the ability to still air a match with Trinity after she's back in WWE. Yeah. Um, the problem, there was still a major problem at that point in that this company is on access TV, which nobody has heard of. All right. If we're just going to be like honest about that, like who watches access TV, who knows it exists outside of like, big time wrestling fans that are looking to find where they can watch TNA or impact. Um, it's not on people's radar and this isn't going to help anything with that. And they were still going to be in that situation. If Scott was there where like the only way that they can potentially compete to be, you know, like try to be number two along with like an AEW and stuff like that is if they get the hell away from access TV, but that's not going to happen because they're owned by Anthem. So where's this company going? Honestly, yeah. is this company like we've been saying for the entire history of the pain clinic, like how much longer is TNA going to last? Are they going to survive this? Here's another change. Here's another era. Here's a new TV deal. Here's no. Now we've got Hogan and Bischoff coming in, all this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Like they found these different eras, you know, and then Dixie Carter leaves and Jeff Jarrett leaves and comes back and all this stuff. Somehow it still exists after all these years. But at some point. You got to wonder if there's going to be a decision that they can't recover from. And I wonder if this is the start of, of that. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Scott. Kept, I hope not. Scott kept it alive. It was, you know, he was he was the guy who kept it alive when it probably could have disappeared. So, you know, I, I think and that now he's not there anymore. So, you know, I mean, unless they show up on all of a sudden show up on the WB channel or something, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's tough. Yeah, that's the thing about you, and we've and we've always always said that about TNA since they've started is that. Yes, they've hopped from network to network. So that their problem is they don't have I mean and they yes, they've been on Access TV for many years now. But nobody can get Access TV. So except for me. So. I I I had <laughs> like in different places that I lived over those periods of time, I had no option to even have Access TV. Um some people have it and that's great, but a lot of people don't. Like they they're even like back when they had like Fox Sports regional stuff whatever, like their biggest opportunity were, was the Spike TV days. And that, in my mind, was as close as they were ever going to get to being a major contender that everybody was talking about. And this, for the first time in so long, felt like, oh, they're becoming relevant again because they've got Jordan Ray, Jordan Grace in the Rumble. And to be honest, like that felt a lot different than when Mickey did it a couple years ago. Like yeah. this, this was a different situation. This was legitimately promoting TNA and even Pat McAfee saying like, oh, TNA has got an absolute weapon for their champion and all this stuff. Like this was a big deal that like that whole thing helped get them back on the map a little bit. And I just not many people have that same feeling today. No anymore. No. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. Cause you know, it's like, uh, uh, you know, if, the, if they're bottom lining it to that point, and I'm I'm guessing it was something probably building up as well. But, we'll, I mean, like I said, we'll hear more stories later. Maybe Scott will come out and talk sometime about it. You know, um, maybe not. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of these guys move seamlessly between companies without us knowing. I know JB did. So, uh, so, uh, but, uh, yeah, let's, uh, well, I mean, I'll try to support them. But it's like, yeah, now we, uh, uh, you know, and, I, and, you know, I mean, they have their talents they want to push. I watched this past week. So I'll admit it, I watched it. I, I mean, I think these are recorded anyways when Scott was still in charge. We've got a couple of those dates that they did recordings when he was there. So before he's leaving, and I don't think they've done one since the since last Thursday. So, so we, we you know we'll see where if things change when that when the 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 head of uh, the uh, show changes, you know, uh, to whatever this new guy is. I tried looking the guy up, I didn't really see a lot of wrestling stuff with no. him. So. Yeah. No, and you have to you have to be current on your wrestling knowledge in the industry and who is hot in other companies and who has a history within TNA and all this kind of stuff. If you're going to have any kind of role in creatively leading a nationally televised company, um, it just it's it's not a good look. And uh, you know, you could tell that a couple weeks ago the TNA roster was excited to show up for work. And this week, all of those same people are putting out depressed tweets. So do the math. Apparently, I guess uh, on Pat McAvee's show this past week, he had someone from TNA on, uh, someone who was doing uh, someone. Uh, what did I, I saw it yesterday. He had somebody. Oh, AJ Francis. So oh, I'm sorry, not TNA. Oh yeah, he's in TNA. Yeah, AJ Francis. Uh, yeah, top kind do of. top yeah, dollar even... top dollar, right? Yeah. 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 So he was on he was on the Pat McAfee show and they were talking about TNA yesterday. Yeah, so, that's not the person I would want talking about TNA if I'm TNA. 
Yeah. So he's not even under contract there. So like he hasn't been around there. What can he talk about with that company compared to the people who are putting in the work every day? And and that's not a shot at him. Like he just hasn't been there. So I wouldn't expect anybody in his situation to be able to, to be the person that's going on a big show like that and promoting the product, but whatever. Uh, George, I want to let you know, Will Ospreay is going to be an AEW. He signed a contract. So that's our, so he's not, there's no place chance. He's going back to T. He did TNA is cause he, I said, I think last week or the week before that he grew up watching it and he wanted to always wrestle on that logo in the ring. And so they made mm-hmm. a they made a big point when he had that last match against uh Alex against Alexander there that they they pointed out that logo in the middle of the match all of a sudden you know he got down, you know they were down on it and working on it so and he taught and then that's when Scott Demore came out and said this guy you know always wanted to wrestle in a ring with that logo on it he said that in his the promo after the match so mm-hmm. so Scott's yeah. the one that made that happen and that is such a huge deal for TNA to have Osprey in recently um he's arguably in my mind he's the best professional wrestler in the world today and he's going to have a huge year um i mean will osprey i i I shouldn't state things as facts but will osprey is going to win the AEW world championship from swerve strickland at wembley mark it down um and so for you to have osprey on a couple just amazing matches recently Credit to Scott Demore for putting that together because I I watched every second of those matches. They were fantastic. And credit also to Josh Alexander because he was obviously 50% of that too. Definitely, definitely. Doing that uh, that uh, Samoa Joe pile driver on the outside of the ring through a table, uh, pretty insane. So uh, let, uh, let's go on to talk about uh, one thing and then we'll go through the news because we've already been doing this for a while. But Sting and Darby Allen, not surprisingly, I will say, when the 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 AEW tag championships this past week and then of course get attacked uh by uh the bosses I guess you could say uh what'd you think about that I mean make sure you call them by their god-given names sorry. Nicholas and Matthew Jackson yeah, Matthew yes. and Nicholas yeah I, don't I mean to... technically it's not Jackson but okay is that by the way they wrestled last night on uh Rampage and they had blood covered tuxedos um i don't know if that was part of their wrestling gear or just didn't realize it was taped immediately after they they, they what they did to darby uh yeah uh, i mean excalibur pointed out like oh they're wearing the same things they wore on wednesday when they got up well yeah of course they did because that was in reality 20 minutes ago but, yeah, yeah yeah so what do you think i mean is this the setup to those guys to take the titles at sting's last match i i have mixed feelings on it because i don't i don't like, I kind of like that the Bucks are playing into this whole EVP thing, and it's a refreshing difference. I hope it, like, I hope this gimmick doesn't last too long, but I'm enjoying it while it does, and while it is a thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, you can do plenty of things with this gimmick with having those belts, but I don't know if they need them. Um, I don't want to see Sting retire undefeated in AEW, and I don't think. I think Sting wants to retire undefeated in AEW, and Sting picked the Bucks to be his final opponents. And um, so, yes, I do think that the titles change hands again at Revolution. Um, hopefully, that's—I don't know—maybe it's a transitional champion type thing, or maybe you know the Bucks lose him to somebody and then they pull their own strings to get it back, whatever. But I think it's a uh, yeah, it, it's a little bit of a different focus for the for the tag division. I I I understand 
Tony Khan wanting Sting in that title history. Uh, word out there is that Sting did not want to even compete for the tag titles, let alone win them, um, which I can totally see that being the case. Um, but he was lifting the belt on Wednesday night, and it's happened. I think it should have happened a long time ago, ago than right now. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a... I don't know. It, the weird thing to me, too, is like... You've got so much this this revolution card is really being built up well, and they have the benefit of this extra time going into a pay-per-view that they haven't given themselves in quite a while. Um, I don't know like how do you not end the show with Swerve becoming world champion? And also, how do you not end the show with Sting in his last match? Like, I don't want to make that decision. Um, I don't know what you do, but it's going to be a good show regardless. And I mean, a lot of that card is already really being built up with, uh, you know, I mean, even before this week, like, well, well more than a month in advance, which is so refreshing compared to most AEW pay-per-views where they're just thrown together matches the week of the show. True. Did you, by the way, did you see Tony Khan hugging Sting when he was laying on the ground? no there's but i i believe it (laughs) there's a video there's a video and it shows him hugging he went first he's like he looks like he's checking up on him and then he they hug as sting lays on the ground still and then he he gets up so it's like uh uh you know i think that's a tony khan thing obviously he's a huge sting fan you know uh and uh he wants sting he wants to make sting be the star that wwe didn't let sting be when he in a short brief tenure there in WWE when he probably could have wrestled a lot more matches and done a lot more things, but pretty much got wasted, um, you know, and then lost at WrestleMania, which was stupid. But, uh, you know, uh, that's besides the point. He wants to, you know, he, he loves Sting. He wants Sting to go out. Maybe Sting goes out on top. Maybe they uh, – it's a good suggestion I saw in the chat room here. Someone said, you know, maybe uh, the maybe the, uh, maybe, uh, the Young Bucks stripped the titles from uh, – you know, they are EVPs. You know, I think these EVPs are also based on CM Punk, too, and what he said. You know, you think yeah. that I think these characters were created right off of that. So, uh, which is cool, well, you know, because he, if, did uh, something, he did something good, you know. <laughs> if Sting and Darby do retain, then in that situation, Tony Khan can do something he's never, ever done even once before and hold a tournament to determine new champions there we go we know he loves tournaments so he he also loves uh, interim champions too so (laughs) yeah i mean i i would not want to see it be like okay well darby's still a champion but now he needs a new partner or whatever like um i think they just they're gonna have to drop the the belts and in that situation like per tradition in the world of professional wrestling sting should not win his last match shouldn't like that's just the way that it's always been it's a time-honored tradition in the business you you get pinned on your way out um and honestly in that situation too like i would have the bucks pinning sting to take the belt um but we'll see what happens um and then the bucks can leave with the belts and then sting can be in the ring and you close the show that way um so the more i think about it like there really should be there's no reason why other championships can't be the main event of pay-per-views in wrestling other than just the men's world championship. And I think this is, this is a show where you, you can't have sting retire at match five. 
of the night. It's got to be the end. No, you're correct. And, and uh, I mean, how many people might be buying tickets to that show in Greensboro, too, that like might leave after Sting? True. Uh, it's sold it, out. Like, it is sold out. And uh, D- yeah. in fact, DC is going to be there. So it uh, is definitely sold out. And uh, yeah, I think you end with Sting. And, you know, why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? That's what I say. You know, you got the, the man like I, honestly, like I was never like we know that I wasn't a big WCW fan in those days. And so like Sting is somebody that I respect the hell out of, but I never really was like a Sting fan per se. Um, this whole run of his right now, like this dude at his age, that was no short jump the other night yeah no certainly. like yeah. what is this guy doing like he's L- he's a madman yeah i credit to him but oh my god like if especially if you had told anybody that he was going to be doing that stuff in 2024 after you saw his wwe run yeah would like no chance I, you know i could see when i was watching the match when they were working their way to where the entranceways were it's like oh no don't tell me things gonna come flying off the top there and blow yeah, it's one thing to jump off of like yeah. the hockey boards. It's another thing to jump jump off of basically like the top of the section. Yeah, like uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah, um, I, I'll be honest. It with makes you, you nervous every time, but so far so good. Yeah. So, um, I hopefully, I don't know. He doesn't need to do anything extra crazy in his last match, but um, and I wonder too. Like he's on this whole farewell tour kind of thing. Like, is he gonna have another match before that last one? I would. I mean, there's still a bunch of people that he hasn't wrestled yet, but yeah. You know, Tony said he's going to be in. He's going to be in England for that for that night. So I mean, obviously, he'll still make. He'll still. I mean, he won't wrestle anymore, but he will still probably be involved with the company, one way or the other. I think as a figurehead type of thing. Maybe they'll send him out in advance to do interviews and stuff. I don't know. I know that he said that he he, he would be disappointed if he wasn't there when they do their next show at Wembley. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I was about to say something and I don't even want to jinx it, but that show coming up in North Carolina, I'm just glad that we haven't seen somebody involved recently, but it's probably around the corner. Yeah. It doesn't need to take any of that spotlight. No, and yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say he. I haven't seen him in a while. You know, maybe, maybe you know, maybe he's fine little, with me. Maybe he's a little paranoid. You know, he will. You know, they'll take the woo away from the beginning of the WWE thing. You know, again, which means not much to the fans, but means more to him than anything else. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so let's see. Uh, let's. Oh, okay. GCW in Rochester. GCW is yeah. coming to Rochester. They're coming to the. Uh, Water Street, which I, a friend of mine mm-hmm. works security there, and we were talking about it, and he's like, wow, you know, Water Street, and I mean, the setup they have there now is a lot like, um, what was the place, uh, the other place in the city uh, that used to that used to do the two CW shows, the, um, oh, the German Club. German House, yeah. Yeah, German House. It reminds me a lot of it, except for that the upper level hangs more over the crowd, so, um, it, very interesting. It pro- I'm guessing it'll sell out very fast. Uh, tickets went on sale yesterday morning, and in less than five minutes, all of the non-GA tickets are sold out. Really? Um, okay. So, it is something that if uh, if you're thinking about going, I would not hesitate on getting your tickets. Um, it is... There's a lot of There's a lot of people that are fans of the product that are 
from places near Rochester that will be coming in for the show because this is really the first show they've done um, anywhere close to here. I mean, they've they've ran Toronto, um, but it's, uh, this is the first time in this entire region, really. Um, and it's a big deal, obviously, like the the owner of GCW is Brett Lauderdale, who is a Rochester native and um, clearly is just pumped to finally be bringing his company to his hometown and running a show here. And um, that's a good thing in terms of the card and stuff that, you know, that it's, it's not just any other show to him. Um, they're going to pull out all the stops on that. So um, yeah, Sunday, March 24th, it's a five o'clock bell time at water street. I haven't been in water street. I, I feel like I basically grew up at water street, but then I, I think the last time I was there was for taking back Sunday in 2013. Maybe it's been a long time. Um, but it's going to be a really cool show, um, with recognizable names and some people that people aren't that familiar with or will become familiar with in the next couple of years and stuff. So, um, yeah, they've already announced, uh, Nick Gage will be on the show. Oh, Joey good. Bring, bring your pizza cutters, folks. <laughs> yep. Um, so Nick Gage, Joey Janela, um, Joey Janela. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, Dan Housen. Uh, is on the show. Dan Housen's um, coming to Rochester, folks. So Dan Housen is coming to Rochester. You, know, you may not um, see him on AEW that much, except for in commercials and stuff, but he will be in Rochester. And in my mind, like we were talking earlier about like potential biggest women stars of all time, somebody who's going to be in that category and Billy Starks is going to be on the show here. Um, the exciting announcement for a lot of people was the announcement yesterday that uh, – Colin Delaney, Cheech, and Cloudy will all be on the show, um, which will be the first GCW appearance for all of them. Um, Alley Catch will be on there. Microman, I know I put something in the group chat about that. Yes. Um, who's so entertaining. He is the uh, shortest professional wrestler out there, like I think the smallest athlete in the world. Um, and I just was watching a match of his the other night where he's doing from last weekend. I think it was the show in Phoenix last Sunday where he's doing all sorts of like Ranas and stuff. At his high, like it's just it's awesome. So that that alone should sell the place out. That Microman is coming um, from, I believe, northern Mexico to Rochester for that show. Um, I think Nick Gage is pretty big name. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, um, and I mean, not to kill everybody's vibe and stuff, but I know a lot of people immediately as soon as they heard GCW is coming to Rochester, everybody's like. Matt Cardona. Unfortunately, Matt Cardona is not available that day. He has an he has an existing booking that day. He will not be on the show here. So just to throw that out there. So they're doing everything they can with the rest of the roster there. That is it's already stacked with everything else. And uh I don't know. Personally, I really I really hope somehow this turns into Danhausen versus Microman. Because that would just be the best thing of all time. Um, but it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. So um, and that'll be broadcast live on Triller TV Plus, the former Fight TV, um, like their shows are this weekend. Uh, the Jacobs going on last night and tonight too. So, um, yeah, that's only a month and a half away, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but definitely looking forward to it. It's it's been a long time coming. I know this has been in talks for a a very very long time. So it's nice to see it's finally happening. Yeah, I always uh, whenever there's uh, someone comes to town who's not usually from here, I go onto Twitter 
and and some of the social medias to see what everybody's talking about and I have not seen any bad stuff yet so i'm sure it's i'm sure it's happening underneath the scenes and stuff but uh, you know cuz people people feel threatened when another company comes to town so i'm just saying uh you know uh, and, and they shouldn't because this is exposure for i mean well there's a whole speaking on a very broad level on that normally like there's the ability to bring attention to local stars yeah which then would cause people to go to local shows and all that kind of stuff um yes that's a very common thing in wrestling um but um this is uh, it's it's pretty cool stuff um there's going to be obviously a lot more announced than than what's out there so far but um i didn't expect that much um this week and i know i was kind of like throwing some names in the hat of like so they're going to book you know book these guys or whatever and stuff and it's uh i mean it'll be a first appearance for a lot of those people um in this area a lot of people who have made names elsewhere and stuff it'll be pretty sure it's billy stark's first match in any kind of ups like the actual like state of new york not the city um all that kind of stuff i tried to make it happen for esw uh a year and a half ago but she had a secret tour of japan that weekend ah or that could have been the first booking, just throwing that out there. But um, yeah, it's going to be, I just, I love the, the water street aspect of that. Um, I know that wasn't, that wasn't necessarily like the easiest thing to put together because water street hasn't done wrestling before. Yeah, It's not your, um, it's not your and, typical venue for wrestling. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's a venue that's pretty busy um, with bookings and stuff, but um, that'll be, that'll be a cool kind of different feeling too compared to what we're used to with, different shows coming here or running here over the years. So very cool. Very, I'm super excited about it. And it's, yeah, yeah. like you said, it's a month and about two weeks away. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, get your tickets folks. Uh, what is it? GCW. Um, it, the tickets are on Eventbrite, but, okay. um, it's a good question. I don't know. Cause they don't, they're more of like a social media company, but, yeah. um, you can go to yeah, their Facebook page. Eventbrite.com. You can search it there or you can find, gcw on social media and get the links and stuff isn't but, it amazing that if you don't go you can watch it from home on the stream or in their stream so a thriller was it thriller.tv tri- uh thriller, thriller tv sorry thriller. thriller tv which you can get the uh there's a subscription there where you can watch everything live and on demand of gcw and a bunch of other companies so um that's an app that gets a lot of use on our tv here um but <laughs> and i know there will be more announcements about that broadcast as well um but i think it's just uh it's exciting stuff so i think I, there's a lot of Danhausen fans that made that, i mean there's certain oh yeah everyone picks wrestling <laughs> one or two guys they want to follow and uh, i mean he's never been anywhere around here before he wasn't part of mm. aw was he i was gonna say i don't think he's... esw but, okay so he um, was, okay but i think i know he was on like there was one show that he did that was that was grand island which isn't really rochester so um yeah and honestly i mean like danhausen has been so popular but you can kind of tell if you follow him on social media and stuff that like like he's healthy again but they're not really using him um and i don't know if they if they have plans to use him or if he's somebody who's going to go back to being like more of like the big thing on the indies and maybe appearances here or there or something i, I hope AEW um finds a way to get him more back in the mix than he is right now um, but he's just been so incredibly popular these last few years yeah. that 
um i mean that's a that's a marquee name for for that show for sure yeah and i think that it's i'm happy that aw does allow him out too because you you know Mm. you don't see that a lot with any um, any of the other companies uh letting their people go show up at places and i will say like it, it you know like some people might look at the date and be like oh it's sunday uh honestly be happy about that because aw and roh run saturdays with collision and the roh tapings and stuff Sundays are the days where people are most available to be able to be booked. So if you get a Saturday show, like that's cool and stuff, but it's really difficult. I mean, you're seeing a a lot more indie companies running Fridays and Sundays than they were before ever since collision started, uh, for, for reasons like that. Um, cause a lot of these people can't, especially the ring of honor side of things. A lot of these people can take other bookings, but they can on Saturdays. So, um, that only benefits Rochester as well. Okay, very cool, very cool. So I guess I was wrong. Danhausen was here last time AEW was here. Uh, I did not see him. Maybe, I don't know. I don't remember. But nevertheless, it's another chance. But I will say with, like, GCW, I have a feeling you're going to be able to rub elbows with these wrestlers, you know, at some point during the day as well. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. if they're done, if they're maybe they're signing autographs or selling merch and stuff, you'll get to your opportunity. So uh, I know I have talked with some people who are very excited to finally get their first garbage plate. Uh, <laughs> and then there was talk also of, like, well, where can we go for wings after the show? I, was like, I don't know, on a Sunday, on Sunday night, night if you're going to have the best options after you get out of the venue, but we'll just, we'll, um, because they're in Detroit yeah. the night before. So a lot of them, we traveling in overnight or during the day that day, yeah, but. Just, just order them early, you know, I mean, order them early and have them sitting backstage or something, you know, I'm sure you could, someone can provide them with that. If it's a five o'clock start, there's still businesses open Sunday, you know, after that. So very cool. I'm excited. I'm very excited for that. So it was a good way, good way to, you know, to get to the end of the show. I'm going to go through news now, but uh, we'll have more words on the card and everything as we get closer to that as well. And, you know, maybe we'll even have someone come on and talk about it. I hope so. At least I would definitely be thrilled to do that. So, um, so, you know, it's, 15 after and Rob, thank you so much for staying with me this long. I know that you have some stuff going on today. You know, I actually am going to Buffalo to announce mm-hmm. roller derby at Riverworks this, uh, this, this, uh, tonight. So I've got to get this all packed up and get out of here. But... Tell them that you're upset with them for getting rid of the Loganberry wings. Cause I'm upset with them for the getting rid of the Loganberry wings. Oh, they got rid Just of them. Just say, okay. Yeah. I, I've had, I've tried them. They're very good. So they were amazing. I, I I love Riverworks and it's my favorite venue for wrestling shows and stuff like that. But uh, talking about bad decisions, that one need a need a campaign to get those back. All right, Just, so I will I, I, I yeah. I'll double check when I'm there and make sure they hadn't restarted them. But uh, if you're watching wrestling tonight, AEW Collision, this is what's on 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 the uh, oh it's the birthday no it's not the birthday boy I'm sorry that was earlier in the show I don't know if you caught earlier in the show but. Um, the day, day before that show, be, the day before the GCW show, I, we've got roller derby in the Main Street Armory. Uh, did you hear me say that? Uh, I not today, but yeah, yeah. Oh, I, uh, I might have mentioned it before, but it, it, yeah. it was made official. We could talk about it. The, the Main Street Army did get their entertainment license or whatever, and so we so we're going to be the first event there. So we got a busy weekend that weekend. Maybe I'll think about. I gotta look at that because it's gonna. I'm super excited for that as well. So, but that's gonna be like. Yeah, I got, I got wrestling stuff every weekend in March, and I did not. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're uh, if you're watching uh, Collision tonight, you're gonna get uh, Orange Cassidy versus Tomohiro Ishii for the AEW International Championship. Got Moxley. 
Moxley and Claudio versus uh, Star Junior and Sfing. Is that how you say that guy's name? I, I don't. It, I heard Tony Khan say the name yeah. in an interview this morning, and I, I already forgot. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that that's and then we got uh, women's champion Tony Storm versus Queen Amanita, which. Uh, 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 in a non-title match, and uh, Deanna Peraza is taking on Kira Hogan. So we got a, a solid show tonight. If you are tuning into, uh, if you're going to tune into Monday Night Raw, you get Imperium, Gunther, Kaiser, and Vinci versus Uso, Jay Uso, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Liv Morgan is taking on Zoe Stark in an Elimination Chamber qualifier. JD McDonough versus R Truth. And the almighty uh, Bobby Lashley will be scoring off against Big Bronson Reed in a men's elimination chamber qualifying match. And if you don't know, they have 12 guys who are wrestling for the six spots in the elimination chamber so far. We got Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton in there. We got to figure out the rest of the wrestlers before we have the actual event uh, in person. Drew beat AJ, right? Yeah, that, they, I didn't like That's that, though. Yeah, I didn't like who that. Who did... Uh... Who did Orton beat? He, last night he beat um, uh, Sami Zayn. Oh, uh, yeah. So that that was yeah that was last night. Uh, if you're gonna watch Dynamite next Tuesday, I think I've only got one match. It's the Young Bucks will be taking on Top Flight. Uh, that was made last night on Rampage. I'm sure there's more matches. I just didn't catch up with them. And next week on SmackDown, you got Logan Paul versus The Miz in a qualifier. Even though Logan Paul has a title already, he's still in the qualifier for the Elimination Chamber to go on whoever wins that takes on Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Kevin Owens versus Dominic. Uh, that, I believe, is an elimination chamber qualifier as well. Then you got Shotzi versus Tiffany Stratton, who's kind of brand new on SmackDown. They're doing women's qualifiers for elimination chamber, and that's the first women's one. And the second one is going to be Naomi versus Zelina Vega. That's next Friday night. So you got a lot of stuff going on. Um, some other news, uh, Jim Ross announced he had a, another surgery uh, uh, recently, and he's doing good, I guess, but he didn't spe- specifically say what it was. So, you know, kudos. And I know he had some – he had the, the cancer on skin on his Yeah, leg. I mean, AWB, I mentioned it. Yeah, it's another – some. it was some kind of cancer-related surgery. So, oh. yeah, best out to him. That's, uh, that's tough. Definitely, definitely. So, um, <laughs> I was going to say uh, there was uh, – so then this story that we want Cody was trending on uh, number one trending topic on X or I call it Twitter. I don't care. It just says X following the news that the rock would replace Cody at WrestleMania. Uh, the rock being added to the TKO board of directors in early January was partially contingent upon his long awaited match with a brand. I don't see this has now become, this has become storyline in this story. I'm going to skip over that one. I don't, it's, uh, sorry, it's something news I had up there that is not absolutely true. But uh, in the opening segment on Monday, if you watch WWE Raw, Cody Rhodes did a promo segment with World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, which eventually led to Drew McIntyre coming out and a brawl broke out during the uh, during it. The fans' uh, attendance chanted "Rocky sucks." Uh, shot at the Rock, obviously after the Rock replaced Rhodes. So that you know, it was it was destiny for this to happen. Um, are the were the fans that were at uh, SmackDown last night all people that were not fans of wrestling twenty years ago? Because like it's not supposed to be Rocky sucks clap 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 clap. That's yeah. not the chant. No, I was I was disappointed to hear it chanted in that manner. Just Rocky sucks that yeah. you chant. Yeah. Come on, yeah. I started that chant at WrestleMania eighteen. Whether you want to believe it or not, it's a true story. Uh, 
and learn how to chant at people. Yeah, you can say die, Rocky, die if you want, I guess. I don't know if you can do that anymore. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Maybe, but... Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was definitely a chant back in the day too definitely that's what turned <laughs> him into the rock so uh uh so yeah. uh vince mcmahon's departure from tko is chronicled in a hollywood reporter piece uh the story was written uh by alex weprin and notes that tko ceo ari emmanuel and tko coo mark shapiro called mcmahon when the Janelle Grant lawsuit was filed and told him it would be at best interest of the company to resign. Vince McMahon did that same night. I'm sure he didn't go without a fight. Uh, you know, you know, Vince, mm -hmm. I mean, he's probably got some sort of back doorway. They still get back in. And, he's know, always scheming. He's always scheming. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he's going to do now. If he has nothing, I'm sure it would, I bet you he doesn't even <clears throat> watch the product. I can't watch it. I have no, I hand, mean, I, I, I am, no I'm confident that we're never going to see Vince McMahon appear in WWE again. Um, we might appear, we might see him appear in a courtroom, um, <laughs> but he's, he's not coming back to WWE after this. I don't know if I can say the same with the same confidence about Brock Lesnar. There's a lot of people who do think we will never see him again. I don't know uh, if we will or not, but Vince, no chance. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, um, he, he I, this is kind of weird, but I think he should have inducted himself into the hall of fame years ago because i don't know if it'll ever happen now and he should be in there at least for you know i mean i don't know his 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 history is tarnished yes big time a lot of people even people in the company now who are stars seth rollins came out and said that that, that it's good he's gone if that's the case if that's true you know mm -hmm. so there's people who are you know you know i'm making statements about it now that you probably were told not to before you know, um, instead of Triple H just kind of pushing it under the rug, I didn't hear come here to talk about you know, you know, bad stuff in the company or whatever or whatever he said at that press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that you know he like I said last week he he is probably still you know I I know TKO is investigating all the people in charge in that company and they're there's I don't think they're done yet with uh, removing the bad seeds. Okay, so and I don't think Triple H is mm -hmm. a bad seed, but I don't think. You know, I mean, if anyone's going to take over, I guess it's good for him right now, you know, to be that person because it, who else would be left if you got rid of Triple H? You'd have no, like, authority figure, you know? Uh, who knows? I don't know. We'll mm -hmm. see. Um, other news, WWE Speed is coming. WWE filed to trademark the name WWE Speed a couple weeks ago. Now WWE uh, is uh, it's going to be – they're creating a show for Twitter or X. It's going to start this spring. It looks like it's going to be a five-minute segment. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I've never seen really any shows on Twitter before, but heck. Uh, I mean, because it's a short format, I mean, it's uh, it's something different. I mean, maybe it'll be more successful than, like, Tout was back in the day for them. But uh, I think, you know, if it's an opportunity for more exposure for some people, whatever, I don't know. As long as... As long as they keep the bus over 50 miles an hour, they'll be good. <laughs> yeah, keep the speed. Yes. And uh, we'll see. I mean, I was also going to say I've never seen a streaming channel on on um, on Hulu before. Or, I mean, not Hulu. Uh, on uh, Netflix. Netflix. But, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so we're going to. So, I mean, things will be changing, you know. Um, it, interesting. A lot's changing between that and all the ESPN, Warner Brothers, Fox. Fox, the other one, I think, yeah, that are all doing their combined app 
Yeah, um, yeah, I saw that. Fox and ESPN, which is like two different companies <clears throat> altogether. That's like, uh, I don't think And Warner Brothers, which currently has AEW, but they've got a contract coming up on that. So that, that's all going to be very interesting to see how that all shakes out and if AEW is a part of that um, at that time and stuff. But um, that I, I think that's a good thing. There's so many different... There's still going to be so many different streaming apps or whatever, but nice to th- to see those ones combined. I would love if they could let me get rid of Spectrum. Okay, just I mean, just completely get rid of it out of my house. Uh, but I will say that uh, it could. Be, I remember, they were rumoring at one time that uh, AEW could possibly move to Max. So uh, you know, I'm just throwing that out there that if uh, you know, I it wouldn't surprise me at all to see like. Our weekly shows changing places in which you would have to pay for an app, you know, basically pay five bucks a month or whatever it is. So, uh, or, or, you know, like, like for instance, you know, like with um, SmackDown leaving uh, Fox this year at the end of the year and going moving to USA, uh, you know, uh, things, yeah, things are juggling and who knows where everything will land out. So, um, everything's going to look a lot different a year from now than it does right now oh, yeah. uh, across all wrestling companies, yeah. except for, well, we'll see if TNA is still around. <laughs> except for the Rev on Access TV. Um, yeah. Stick with, come every week here. We'll give you the updates if we know, if we hear anything. So all eat wrestling's best friends. Uh, I don't know if you saw that segment on the uh, animal uh, society. They were there. Um, it was on briefly, I think on uh, dynamite, but there's like a six minute segment where they were like, you know, all these guys went to, uh, it was great because they're supporting the puppy bowl. So don't be surprised if you see it during the puppy bowl on February 11th, which is tomorrow. I think the puppy bowl takes place at halftime of the other game that's going on this weekend in which I'm, uh, this one, I believe whatever they were advertising, um, on max at two o'clock tomorrow. Okay. It makes sense. So there might be there. Might, I don't know if that's like the main event of it or whatever or something, but yeah, two o'clock. I know that it was, I know it was supposed to lead up to this new dog, uh, this new animal do stupid tricks or whatever. That's not the TBS has been pushing down our throat mm-hmm. for the last month or so. This is yeah. supposed to lead into it, but are, you might see the best friends involved in that <laughs> when, uh, when that event finally happens. So, which would be pretty cool. Cause you know, who doesn't love puppies, you know, and kitties and all those animals and the, uh, you know, animal society and stuff. So, so look for that uh, tomorrow. And I forgot there is that big game tomorrow. Um, I'm guessing that's why DC's not here because you know he he lives and breathes as San Francisco 49ers. So because uh, his team better win tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No one. Yeah. You know, I mean, we we we're we're scorned Bills fans here. There's we, a lot of people hating on the Niners. Um, I didn't realize they were that unpopular out there. Like, there's plenty of teams that a lot of people hate, but I didn't think they were one of them. But Apparently that's the case, but uh, when they're playing the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, let's go San Francisco. <clears throat> yeah, so the because we're scoring Bills fans and the Bills that can't get past the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl a couple, couple of years ago in the championship game, nor this year when they came to Buffalo. It was a good game. It, it proves to me that probably if the Bills had beaten or beaten Kansas City by a fluke, if they made that field goal, then who knows what had happened. They may, I think they would have also beaten Baltimore too, the way that Kansas city beat Baltimore pretty much. So, but you know, I don't know. I, I, I remember like having those conversations before the chiefs game. I was like, I do not want to look past this chiefs game. Oh, the bills just beat the chiefs. I don't care. Um, but in the back of my mind, it's just, I was thinking like, Oh my God, I'm scared of the Ravens too. Yeah. But 
the Chiefs found a way to beat them. Well, so. in the multiverse, it happened someplace else, and the Bills won, and they won their Super Bowl. So, um, yeah. for this is not a good story. I just saw it this morning. Former wrestler Billy Jack Haynes was arrested Ugh. in his home in Portland this week following the fatal shooting of a woman believed to be his wife. Um, yeah. Local news reports that the incident unfolded on Thursday morning with police receiving a call around 9.32. Upon arrival, they found a woman's lifeless body inside the home. Of the former wrestler, Haynes had not cooperated with the officers with fears that he was armed. A tactical team was brought in. After a tense standoff, Haynes eventually came out of the home and was detained. There's no ongoing threat to the community, according to the police. Police at the scene did not identify the woman found in the house. It was noted by neighbors that Haynes lived in the home with his wife. Uh, Billy Jack Haynes, you know, gosh, I always thought he was going to be something big when he was in WWE and... Not good news coming from his house, you know. Um, no. probably, probably have more no. on that. Seth Rollins doesn't expect to leave WWE anytime soon following WrestleMania 40. Kickoff press at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. The WWE World Champion confirmed that his deal with the company is set to expire this year, but notes he believes a new deal will get done. He mentioned that he didn't think that the injury was a completely torn ACL. That's what it was, ACL. And that he's working as hard as he can to get healthy and be ready as soon as possible as the road to WrestleMania 40 continues over the next couple of months. So uh, we know that uh, Seth's uh, contract is coming up. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I mean, it's a different world now that uh, that TKO is running it. So we don't know how these, uh, or, you know, I mean, they immediately cut all the duplicity in their offices. And so a lot of people in WWE lost their jobs because they already had people doing those same jobs for their company, you know? So, I mean, I, I, I don't think it works the same way with wrestlers, you know? So hopefully n there's no snags in that. Uh, there was a rare sighting of the dead man in Saudi Arabia on Thursday. The Undertaker appeared in full ring entrance gear for his WWE, as his WWE character in part, or as part for the Riyadh Session Cup final presentation in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, the WWE Hall of Famer legend came to the to the present the trophy to present the trophy ahead of the match between Al Nasir and Al Hilal as, as Cristiano Ronaldo watched in awe. In the end, it was Al Hilal that was the victorious in the match with a score of two nothing. But uh, I saw pictures from it, you know. They really love the Undertaker over there in uh, Saudi Arabia. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know if it's a common sight, anyways. You know, not that's sorry, it's a bad joke. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I think that's all the news I've got to talk about today. We really have gone quite a bit, haven't we, Rob? Uh, I, I yeah, um, I got to hit the road. Okay, um, okay, bro. But uh, good show, and yep. uh, I don't know. Maybe one of these weeks there won't be so much to talk about in wrestling. I mean, there's good stuff out there, but there's been a lot of not good stuff in this past month or so. No, so. no, definitely. So, well, I can only imagine what the next week will bring in the world of professional wrestling. All right. Well, thank you for being here and thank you guys in the chat room for listening. We will see you next week. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel.